Hi all, this is John. Um, and I thought I would take a crack at some notes on what's going on um, with the protests, the Black Lives Matter movement, um, because Lord knows we need another privileged white male um, to, uh, to talk about this. But the truth is, I think we do. I think that, that might be part of the point. Um, I woke up this morning sad and um, very kind of unsure of what my lane is supposed to be here. And the easy thing is I don't, I don't have to pick a lane <laughs> because the system is rigged and has been forever in my favor. So I, I could let this pass and, and, and not pick a lane, but there's something that nags at me. And, and part of it is I noticed this morning just scrolling through social media that there's this, there's this press among we white people, um, I think, for uh, toning it down, toning down the rhetoric, um, you know, um, praying for peace. And um, I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure we know what peace is, but I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. I, I have been thinking about the phrase, all men are created equal. Um, it's trite, but I don't know. It's kind of a big deal, right? It's, it's the lead of the Declaration of Independence. It's, a, you know, it's what we're built on. And it's not true. We all know fundamentally that's not true. And, um, and I'm going to fly by the seat of my pants here a little bit because I'm no expert on race and racism. Again, I, I don't have to be because, because for us, white people, the system is rigged in our favor. There is a divide, and it's uncomfortable to think about that because I don't know about you guys, man, but I like to think I, I earned what I got. <laughs> I earned my diplomas and I earned my home and in the suburbs. Um, but when the system is rigged in your favor, that's easy, man. That's easy. Is there some work affiliated with it? Yeah, but that's not what's being asked of us to give anything up. You know, I think it's just to recognize that um, when we look at the mess and we're being asked to look at the mess, I think, of what happens we have to realize that this isn't a mess black people made this is a mess white people made we made it and we haven't done anything to undo it yet and so there's this press for peace can't let's let's hope let's get these protests over with and then there will be peace but man i don't think we have any idea what peace looks like because peace to us looks like it's clean and it's easy and it's you know, and, and the best buy doesn't have broken windows you know that's easy but if you're a black person in america man and i i can't i can barely get myself in those shoes um i've been telling a story for a couple of months now when the pandemic started um I was walking to work. I go to my office because I'm in an empty building, as, as some of you know. Um, so it's just me. But I, but I carry a briefcase over here. And twice, 
early on in the pandemic, I was stopped by the police in a lily-white suburb of Chicago. And twice I was questioned by the police. What are you doing, sir? Where are you going? Are you seeing other people? Are you going to be with people? And I got a kick out of this. I was thinking, wow, I'm a therapist working right down the street. What if they arrest me? This could be really funny. This could be a great story for the podcast. But if one factor, one variable were different than that formula, it wouldn't be so funny, right? I mean, and we all know, if I were a black man, I'm on an empty street. There isn't a soul in sight, and it's me and a cop. If I'm a black man, I feel differently, right? I'm not, it's not funny. Suddenly I'm on guard. I have to be on defense with the individual who is uh, sworn to serve and protect me. But that's not happening, right? Because we have phones now and we can see the truth sometimes, right? We're protected from it a lot, a lot. But every once in a while, the truth sneaks up on us. And my good friend Mark Collins would say, don't pretend you don't know. And what I'm trying to do right now is not pretend that I don't know. We made the mess. And now we want it to end. <laughs> you know, we made the mess and we're thinking, you know, okay, okay, okay. Please let's not riot. Please let's not loot. Please let's have peace. But we just go back at the end of this. This is a moment, right, where black people have the megaphone for a second, for a few days to say, hey, you know what? What Colin Kaepernick did, that wasn't enough because that was a peaceful protest. What we've been doing for years and decades, the vast majority of the time, isn't enough. Nobody's doing anything. We don't have allies. So not only do we not have opportunity, right, the, the system is actively rigged against us when you count the fact that the people who are supposed to serve and protect are not serving and protecting us, they're suspicious of us because of the way we look. And as a white guy, I don't know what that feels like, but it makes me sick to think about. And I don't want people to feel that way here anymore. <laughs> we... We're supposed to be better than that. We're promised. We, we said from the beginning we were going to be better than that, and we never have been, ever. And so it's our mess. We don't like to see it when it's messy. The, I don't like to see it when it's messy. I'm unnerved. <laughs> I don't like being unnerved. But I don't have to be unnerved all the time. And I suspect that black people in America have to be unnerved all the time because the system top to bottom, is rigged against them. I think that's part of the message we're supposed to hear. And I, when I've talked to black men and women, friends, new friends, um, people on uh, my podcast um, in the last couple of weeks, last week or so, not that much is being asked of us. <laughs> I, I did a podcast with, with Heidi um, last week with two women who have African-American sons. And they were just happy we were doing a podcast with them, man. 
you know, like that was, that was our role. That was our bit. That was our alliance, you know, so we can go clean up, but all we're asked to do is like stand with black people and we're uncomfortable with that. You know what I mean? Like we don't want to do it because what? Because it suggests some kind of what culpability, right? I, I think that's it. You know, we're defensive. We didn't do anything wrong. I'm an ally. I have black friends, <laughs> you know, but that only gets you so far, man. That line of BS is thin and we know it. I think at moments like this, we fundamentally know it. Like part of the nagging discomfort I have is this recognition sincerely of what privilege is. This idea that I'm stopped by a cop on the way to work and it's funny to me. And if I were a black man, I'd be scared for my life. That's, that's messed up. That is not the America we're supposed to be living in. That's not the promise we make to each other. That's not Christian. That's not kind. That's not human. And it's not humanity, man. These protests, no matter what form they're taking out there on the streets, man, they do not end the violence. Because I think the violence is happening against black people all the time in overt ways where a white cop is kneeling on a black man's neck until he dies. Literally can't breathe. And in subtle ways. Cutting off of opportunity to be educated, to make money for your family, to put food on the table, the whole deal that comes so easily to us, the shit we don't even have to think about. And I think we get into this judgment mode and we want to tone down the rhetoric and be quiet and let it all go away. But it doesn't go away. <laughs> That's what I'm learning is when the protests end and they'll end within the next few days. And I know that it's awful. I know small businesses are getting looted. It's a nightmare. But nightmares beget nightmares. And we think this is the nightmare what's happening now. But I think this is the reaction to the perpetual nightmare that black America lives in every fucking day. <laughs> We're segregated, you know, and we like it clean. We like our lives clean. We don't want the windows in Target smashed. But this is what we get, man, when we hold down a whole race of our people. We cannot pretend we don't know. Thank you, Mark. So I just think we have to carry this with our black brothers and sisters and do a lot of listening. But you know what? We also have to talk. We have to say some things. We have to speak up because our silence is a, is a, Deadly betrayal to, to black people, to humanity, and honestly, fundamentally to ourselves. Like, you know, the, the 
uh, one of the lines I struggle with is none of us is free until all of us is free. And that nagging in the back of our white minds, <laughs> that's it, man. None of us is free, truly, until all of us are free. So that's my piece. And, um, and so I offer my alliance and my ignorance. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm open to being told, oh, dude, you got it all wrong, man. You don't know, you don't, you're not hearing a thing because I think we have to be open to that too. We don't get it because I only get it in these little fragments in the middle of the night or these moments where I see it. I see a man being murdered by a police officer in America. That's what it takes to wake me up a little, but it's still real comfortable where I am and I can sit here and wait until it's over. Again, and again, and again. Or we can do something different. And we can say, you know what? We all stand together. We'll all clean up the mess. Not that much is being asked of us here, man. Alliance should be easy. And it should put everybody's mind at ease. And give everybody a chance and an opportunity. Put it all on the table, you know? That feels way more right than, let's hurry up and get through this. Because that's not what's going to happen. <laughs> we'll get through it. But we're still going to have that nagging in the back of our minds. And black America, I think, has it in the front of theirs all the time. And this is what we get. And I don't want this again. I want real peace of mind for everyone. I'm a psychologist, man. I can't imagine what the stress is like. You know, I treat stressed people all the time, anxiety, depression, and to be oppressed on a regular basis. How do you not start with both of those diagnostically? A rigged system doesn't create winners at all. None of us is winning. And this is just a moment where that becomes clear. None of us is winning, <laughs> despite, despite what anybody in politics has to say about the word winning. None of us is. We're all losing. And all we're asked to do, I think, is to listen and to speak up and to stand with our black friends and brothers and sisters and those we don't know at all. So I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to be wrong and let me know. Um, I don't know. This is better, I guess. I hope one day. 